What's up, guys? It's episode 326. Welcome back to the show! Jacqueline, welcome back to the show. Happy Thanksgiving. Does everyone celebrate Thanksgiving? They do. I'm already pulling you into this. Corey's here again. Hi, everyone. I'm back. Corey's my boyfriend if you're new to the show. He's getting interviewed again today. or Not really interviewed. We're just going to... Shoot the shit. Shoot the shit and hang. Um, Yeah, I always get weird about wishing people happy Thanksgiving. Like, it's Eh. not... A Happy universal. I, I slipped today and said Merry Thanksgiving. So really, it's it's whatever. Okay, whatever. Enjoy. Happy Thanksgiving week. We're full. It's Friday night. I'm like cholesterol through through the roof. Super high. We just had about nine donuts before we got here. No, let's actually break down what we consume. So let me I just mean, set the scene. Did I say that already? It's Friday night, and the last two days have kind of been a blur because Thursday, yesterday was obviously Thanksgiving. And we went over to your mom's house. And then today was your nephew's first year, first one-year-old birthday party. Yes, correct. At the same house. So we went from a par- Thanksgiving to a birthday party the next day. And yeah, it's kind of like a blur. And now it's Friday night and I feel like I haven't stopped eating and drinking for two days. I know. So. Everyone was merry. Everyone, I'm so glad they can get together. But really the coolest entry had to be from my uncle, wouldn't you say? How he, uh, oh yeah, decided to come in from L.A. And my dad got a helicopter for him because he just really wanted to see his brother, who's about uh, 84 years old. And he said, you know, I know you can't drive down here but just because it's tough on you. So I'm going to get a helicopter. And he brings him in, and it's an hour flight, and comes in full red carpet. Full red carpet, and how long were they there? Three hours, because I had to make the, the flight to get it back. So, yeah, it was a whole thing of about four hours coming here and then hanging out and then going back. But, boy, it was so worth it. Yeah. Like, three hours and then turn around <laughs> go back. Kind of a turnaround. It's pretty quick turnaround, but yeah. kind of a cool entrance. Should we break down what we ate? Because I kind of feel like I need to. Please do. Like a food diary entry right now? Yeah. Well, okay, let's talk about today. So... At the birthday party, a taco truck pulled up. Your mom had a a taco truck cater the yep. the birthday party, and we ate. I had four beef tacos with rice and beans. You had the same. Correct. A little bit of a fish taco. What else did we eat? We had a lot of drinks. Uh, we had a lot of tequila. Beans, I had so much tequila. tequila. A lot of... Uh, donuts. Donuts. Cream. We ate, like, 12 cream puffs before we came here. I ate, like, 10 of the 12. Yeah. And then I've just... What else did we... I feel like I ate... Oh, we had a big a bacon, egg, and cheese... Um, a lot of pastries. No, we had a, a bacon, egg, stuff. and cheese sandwich this morning. Yeah. And then I had a cupcake on the way to the party. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was, was kind of all over the spectrum. And so yes. right now, I had a, you know, feeling a little tight, The too. fupas are... On full, full, um, full hang today. It's six fifty-seven. I feel like it's eleven thirty. Oh yeah, let's just, tell them the time. It's super dark out, and it's 
with the holidays and the food, it's just, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I feel like I, yeah, I'm like maxed out of food right now, which is, that usually happens every year. Every year. And Um, you cooked some amazing dishes yourself. Um, What was it? Three different desserts and mac and cheese and what was the final one I'm missing? White trash green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. With bacon. With bacon. And a lot of butter. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I cooked. I was kind of pissed. Like, I was telling you about the, the mac and cheese. Um, I made it. Why are we talking about food? Is this whole episode going to be about Thanksgiving? No, we're just kind of... I don't know. I like to cut myself off if I start rambling too much about something. I'm like, uh. No, I think we're just talking about everything. Okay. What's going All on. Right. Well, yesterday, Corey went golfing instead of watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with me in the morning. Um, yeah, I was caddying because I, I can't golf just yet, but yeah. I went to uh, La Jolla Country Club with a good friend, and it was fun. It was, it was fun. On our first Thanksgiving together. I was back by 11.30. You were. I, I'm, I'm fucking around, and I'm making this bigger. Like, I, I'm not actually being serious. I know. But I gave you a hard time. I was like, you're telling me on our first Thanksgiving morning, I'm going to sit at home alone with my cup of coffee and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and cook my mac and cheese and all the food I'm going to bring to the party by myself I'm like what in the hell like no and actually then, you uh, FaceTimed your sister and your brother yeah. so you weren't alone true it turned out to be a good morning cause yeah my brother made the same brownies that I made which is funny and we FaceTimed all morning and it was cool um, we should talk about okay let me cut to, to, to other topics so we should talk about your back thing maybe you want to oh. say a couple things because I, I told I told everyone about your back problems that was just (laughs) one of the worst things ever and it's like i'm not like i'm an old man i'm 38 but i had probably the worst back spasm i've ever had culmination of strength training and golf i like to say no bueno it was no good and it had me bedridden on this for three days and i'm on month i'm on week five right now still feeling a little tight but almost almost there but I'll tell you that first week was pure hell just and thank God you were helping me because when you were at the gym that Monday morning when I got out and I was having the worst back spasms I said code red code red I need you and you, you helped so I am That's very wonderful. thankful and yeah it was crazy it was not health That's all I have to say stretch and engage your core <laughs> Always engage your core. Always engage your core. <laughs> and your glutes. Yeah, I feel like we're on the other side now. That was like... Oof. We're on week five? Yeah, I'm finishing up week five. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. Happened on a Monday, yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah. So basically, our life has been recovering or like helping... I've been helping you with your back pain and managing all that stuff. Yeah, and I, I'm in and now with uh, a bunch of different types of strength training workouts. I've um, really am cautious with standing while I work, no more sitting down. I got a new pair of shoes that helps with gripping the ground more effectively, so it's better for my back. What's the name of the shoe company? Boy, I always mess this up. I love when you say it. Vavus. Cool. It's <laughs> They're Vavus. <laughs> Vavus. Vavu. They're Vivo Barefoot. Vivo Barefoot. 
Yeah. Vivo and it's, it's funny because, like, last night when we were playing ping pong. Yeah, we played ping. That was fun. We played yeah. ping pong after dinner. You were, like, educating. Someone asked you about your shoes. Everyone's like, what's with these shoes? And you're like, it's so you can grip the ground better. It's, like, good so you can spread your toes out. And you're, like, telling them about it. I was like, oh, my God. You're starting to become that guy. Well, like I mean, I learned that from you. And, and you helped me with some with some things for sure. And then just reading up on it. And I was like, I just don't want to be or have this happen again. Yeah. So I'm trying to do all the little things to make it so it doesn't. And I know being athletic and playing golf and doing different things and being active things like this will happen but this shouldn't happen like this and I shouldn't be this stiff and just trying to alleviate that type of pain so yeah well yeah and you join that yeah you join that program too the wealth program the wealth program has been fantastic and just doing a little pelvic you know exercises and and straightening the glutes and just getting things around the core stronger and I'm doing physical therapy and just doing a lot of different things that I negated that I didn't think that I needed and I shouldn't have to live in pain or stiffness like there's you got to focus on your on your health and your body <laughs> the end you know? Oh, honey. Oh, yeah. honey. Well, yeah. So, um, fucking back pain and what else is it? Oh, we were, I was going to talk about shows. Okay. Which ones? Let's get it. Do you think it helps that you're laying down? Yeah. Like I think it's great. You're not, more, you're not too chill? No. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I just about. hit, I think that I just, I just got like drowsy. <laughs> Holy shit. You did? Yeah, it just like hit me that I'm tired from all the fucking cream puffs. And, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel okay. You know, I the cankles. Like, I I know my body. I see my body every day. And something that I don't like living with is cankles and like puffiness and fat wrists and like puffy knees from over eating like sugar and carbs. And I just feel uncomfortable. I feel tight. Like, like it's and I yeah. Well, we'll have a gym day tomorrow. We'll I know. I, I need to like sauna or something. It just feels uncomfortable. Like I. This is how I know I can never be fat. Like, I can, you know, never be... That's good. That's good. You, you work out more than anyone else I know. So I think you'll be fine. I know. I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm not being, being serious. I'm, or I'm being like... You're going to be just fine. But it's crazy how quickly your body can just blow up from food. Yeah. Because like, I, I just went... Like, the thing is, is yesterday I went hard with the the dessert table. I had, like, one of everything, and there was 20 different desserts there. Like, come on, you know. But anyways, um, so we've watched, we watched this show, we've been watching a show, or we watched a documentary called Dr. Death. Dr. Death, oh gosh, horrible, horrible, horrible guy that hurt so many people. Do you want to recap it, or do you want me to recap it? Go ahead. So, Dr. Dunch, I hate his last name, just like, Dunch, it's like. Christian it Dunch. sounds like a sound. It's it comes out like it's it's not a word. It's a sound like Dunch. Um, he was a neurosurgeon in Texas, back in what year? Two thousand twelve. Twenty twelve. Who got his PhD? He like double majored. I don't understand how the doctor program works. He like doubled up on two different types of 
neuro whatever. Do you know what his degrees were? He he he, yeah, he, he got in, two. He was um, neuroscience, but also he also was really big into research. Yeah. Um. So he, he wanted to like cure cancer. Well, he was his ego was so big that he he felt like he was going to, that he was that great of a surgeon that he was going to cure cancer. So his ego got into the way of, but uh, with with everything, but. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Right. So he got his degrees. He was a legit doctor, like passed everything, did his did his time and basically got hired at a hospital in Texas and botched like 30 some people yeah. over the course of what a year. So this kid or this guy when he grew up had a real egotistical problem in high school. He was always like Mr. Macho football guy, but he always was had a real big ego. Well, he went to college and he always felt like he can outdo everyone and went through it. Passed, went through everything because of his hard work. And then became this neurosurgeon that was working on people and paralyzing basically them. <laughs> paralyzed even his best friend. Like would go in there and say, yeah, I can fix you. And had this, the audacity to make them worse and have no ill will about it like he almost it was like a controlled dominance thing over people and the dominance was that I can change your life and I can take it away from you do you think he was instant. like tr I don't know after I watched it couple things sorry did I cut you off go ahead I was like okay I can't believe this strung along for as long as it did because after the guy after his best friend which was like his third surgery or something at this hospital became fully paralyzed yeah and then like the two people before that had major problems and like pain and numbness and one of them died and one of them died how did he keep doing surgery and how was he not pulled after that i, I couldn't it that was like baffling to it me it just showed how corrupt the hospital systems was even in 2012 and it opened up a huge investigations once he did get caught how they had to screen all their new doctors so it definitely was something that the hospitals missed continually and it was because they wanted to open up their new state-of-the-art hospital and, and he not brought in sued. so much money he brought in like some it was like four million dollars a year to the hospital per doctor and he was a rare type of surgeon but neurosurgeon you know, he was a neurosurgeon which is on the spine and how do you become one of the rarest types of doctors if you're doing this to people and you are considered to be one of the best which to me it's like a lot of missteps throughout the whole college giving someone acceptance he only did 20 surgeries you know actual surgeries in in his med school usually you have to do a minimum of 200 but they passed him of only doing 20 I didn't know that yeah, it said that in I the missed, documentary. I think I missed that. Yeah, it said it in the documentary, which is really, really crazy. Now, he didn't do it on people, but cadavers? he did it on cadavers, and he would do it on, you know, animals, but he only did 20. Oh. And... The par second part I couldn't figure out after I finished it was, like... To me, it was like, okay, he's just incompetent. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He's going in there thinking he's fixing the problem, and he's really not, and he's fucking it up and hurting these people unintentionally. I, it didn't come across like he was going in and telling these people, I'll fix you, I'll change your life, I'll, you'll never be in pain again, and then going in and like intentionally 
trying to injure them well, or you don't have... paralyze his best friend or yeah, I mean, kill you... like there's two people he killed which are like nice old ladies they weren't even like you know I don't think he I don't think he cared I think he diff, diff, he just was like they, they were losing blood and all this crazy shit yeah, was happening on the yeah. table I'm like and he was, was he, he was, trying to do that is my he, question he was he do was. you think he was purposely he was purposely doing that them? yes I do like a killer 100%. like a serial and the only killer. reason why he didn't do life without the bill the possibility of parole is because he was a doctor so that helped him he felt invincible oh so that's why he didn't go to jail for life forever he has a possibility of parole when he's like 74 years old so he's doing about 30 years in prison but yes he still could get out and it's because he's a doctor now someone that goes and shoots someone or murders someone is is looked at differently than a doctor who's a surgeon who tried to help someone or their purpose was to help and basically 98% of his surgeries were fail failures 98% yeah. I mean 34 out of 37 were not successful or 38 out of 35 out of 38 were not and the other three were like I mean, they were able to walk, but they have pain. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, he didn't alleviate me, and he would just go to hospital. He went to three different hospitals, was at one for uh, like f uh, four or five months, and then another one for one week. <laughs> he had three surgeries, all failures. He killed one person, and they dipped and went to a new hospital? Yeah. Yeah. His third one. It just, it mean it didn't make sense to me how it strung along for as long as it did, I guess. It's yeah, they were worried about being sued. They were worried that they weren't going to get their new state-of-the-art, you know, and start state-of-the-art hospital. They were worried about a bunch of different things. They didn't want the lawsuit because he was very much like, if you ever mess with me, I'm going to sue you guys. So they would just pass him along, and they would never report him to the medical board. Yeah. Which is crazy. Speaking of state-of-the-art, how do, how do you like your um, iPhone 25? Yeah, it's okay. It's another <laughs> phone. Um, it's a little bit bigger. It's a little faster. The um, phone's camera's bigger? really good. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I got the Pro Max. You got the Max. Let me hold it. Um. Wow. So, yeah, it's great. I like the camera. Um, but you know, you just it's another thing. A new iPhone. What else is going on? Um, we saw Fahim. How do you say his last name? Shahar. Anwar. Anwar. Is it Anwar? Yeah, Fahim Anwar. We saw Fahim, the comedian and um, stand-up comedian at the Comedy Store on Sunday. What did we do before that? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, we had family dinner on Sunday at your mom and dad's, and then we had a comedy show. What did we do this week? I mean, we had to work for a couple days, or at least, yeah, I think, I mean, I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> Shut and up. And then um, we uh, came together as one and did the... Uh, whole thing now it's Friday we had family over and then Wednesday was kind of putting things together Tuesday was was chill um, and then we had the comedy thing so it was just a chill week a lot of fun and then tomorrow what are we doing tomorrow we're hitting the gym <laughs> hitting the sauna hitting the gym and uh, getting a good sweat on 
And then you know it's funny. I haven't even thought about working out or like thought neither. about it this la- the last. Yeah, I actually want another one of your cupcakes, right? I literally was gonna say after this, I'm going back into the fridge for those leftovers and then a cupcake or something. Yeah. See, As you're scratching your skin. I, I, I do have a compulsive picking and scratching. Well, the scratching is a new thing because I have really dry, itchy skin because it's wintertime. The compulsive picking is, I almost want to like, I don't know if I need to like go talk to someone, but no. I destroy no. my face for no reason. Yeah. My yeah. beautiful skin. I, I have the yeah. best products. I use the nicest things. My skin's clear. It never, it never breaks out, but I'll find the tiniest speck and turn it into like a volcano for no yeah. reason. Yeah. And, oh. Just and you don't, don't have that. Like if you're if you have a zit or something on your like you never have acne or anything, but the one time they'll have something and I wanna pick it, you're like, No, no, no I'm like Just leave it as like decoration. But I know Yeah, I know. I can't things. stop myself. I think um, it, it's but like, yeah, going back to the food. Oh yeah. Well, do you wanna talk about well I wanna talk about a full circle moment I'm having right now or like something that like because I've talked about all my issues in the past with my eating disorders and all my food stuff and exercise stuff and it's like crazy how Back in the day on Thanksgiving, I was, like, calculating in my head, like, <laughs> what the regimen was going to be post-Thanksgiving and, like, how much I would allow myself to eat at Thanksgiving and then, or whatever, and, like, when I could get my workout in before, like, I'd run six miles in the morning before the meal and then yeah, I'd... That's a lot. And it's, like, and I noticed there's a theme. I mean, there's... I think it's great to, to exercise on the morning of Thanksgiving. Go do a turkey trot or go do a whatever. Yeah. That's great. And honestly, I wish I did. Like, I wish I... I had all the... Well, I couldn't because of the cooking in the morning. But anyways, I... It's, it's crazy. Oh, how now you know. now I've just enjoyed myself and I've, like, allowed myself to just go all out and I'm not even... Yeah, and you're dating the wrong guy to think that you're going to continue. But I'm not mentally, like, thinking about, oh, my God, I need to work this off now or I need to, like... I don't even think in that way anymore. Well, that's good. Well, that's a full... Like, my dream was this. Like, I feel like I've arrived at what I've wanted for myself, which is... Not obsessing about food and exercise nonstop, so. But yeah, I've definitely packed packed on a few. You look great. From Just, from being around you. You got a lot more junk in the trunk. Well, so that's from the fun. the heavy lifting. And probably me feeding you around the right way. And. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's all good. I really like that we work out together in the morning. Yeah, I like it. We'll do it at like seven thirty <laughs> tomorrow. I'll never forget the day. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I woke up, or you woke up, it was like 4.45 or something, or like 5.15, something super early, and you roll out of bed, and this was like the first month, I'm sure, of dating, and I'm like, what the hell, where are you going? You're like, oh, I'm going to the gym, you're going with your friend, and I was like, what, you work out in the morning this early, you're one of those guys, you do this, is this your routine, oh my god, oh my god, I was like dying, I was like, yes, finally, someone, I finally dated someone that wakes up early, and works out, but that moment of realizing, oh my god, you're going to the gym, it's like five in the morning, yeah, that was a big deal, I used to work out at five thirty in the afternoon with CrossFit, it's definitely more challenging to work out in the morning, but it's, it's good to start your day off that way, and then you're done by like seven thirty. And you're good to go. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely... We go, like, every day. Yeah. We just joined a new gym. Yeah, it's fun. It's nice that we do it together is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, too. Your routine is my routine. And it's not like... Because in the past, I would basically work out and do my own morning all by myself. And then the guys I date were, like, 
they'd wake up at like nine or ten a.m. Yeah, no, I don't. Like, no, I don't <laughs> no, that. it's not. Something wrong with that? No. Yeah, I I think the latest I get up is six thirty. Yeah, even if you go out or like, you still wake up. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, um, I can't stop itching. Fuck me. <laughs> Um, what's going on? What's going on around like the house? What's new? So Corey, so I installed a shelf. We're getting, we got a coffee table together the other week. I'm, yeah. I think I told everyone on the last episode I moved in with you. Okay, good. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. You have. No, it's great. You don't sound excited. No, it's great. I'm very happy. Thanks. It's awesome. I love that you're here. You and Jim, Jim. Yeah, it's the best. Or like a little... Little fam-bam. Little fam-bam. Yeah, so I'm kind of like... I'm obviously bringing my stuff in and like I'm putting shelves Official, in. official dates January 1st though, right? Official, official? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm already in, but you yeah. know, I'm slowly transferring in. And when you told your place that you're not... You know what? Let's keep this business meeting. I'm kidding. <laughs> keep this business meeting. Well, the other day, my landlord, my landlord texted the, the whole unit. There's been a astronomical jump in the water bill, and I've been here so much. I was freaking out, thinking, "Oh my god, I'm sure I have like a faucet dripping in my apartment." I'm never at. I probably go there once a week, and that's just to bring stuff over here. So, yeah. You gotta go over there then. I think. Well, I should probably go this weekend. Yeah. And get more. I should get the, the glassware mm-hmm. and the kitchen, like the bowls yeah. and things I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Like someone wanted to buy your mirror. Someone did and they dipped because... They know. dipped? Yeah, they asked me how low I'd go and I said I'm firm on my price and they were like, oh, okay. I don't drop my... Probably should. I'm oh. dying to keep it, but... Such a heavy, big mirror. Mm-hmm. Um. So as you can see, we're... <laughs> A little zoned out. A little zoned out. From the food. But we're back. Um, what would we What would we just sit and shit, shit, shoot the shit about if like, we weren't recording? Because I feel like I have a tendency when I do this to like address an audience. Like, oh, I'm talking to them. Or I'm like, this is for them to hear about us. But like, what would we just talk about right now? I think we talk about like life, talk about logistical topics such as what we're doing for Christmas, what we're doing with the dogs, what we got going on for the week. Um, I think the next week's going to be pretty busy, but I think the month of December gets kind of slow, and now we're trying to figure out our plans for years. for New Year's. Yeah, we're going to Washington for Christmas. And then, Excited about that. We gotta figure out our New Year's plan. You look like so tired right now. Uh, but no, uh, relax. Why do you guys? Oh, sorry, I shouldn't address this. There's always a hand down the pants if you're a guy. Just like if your your relaxed position is just one hand tucked in the waist belt. Yeah. It's tucked. Keeps it warm. God. Um. Well. <laughs> you're. <laughs> Honey, we're recording. This is live. This you can't, is don't live. don't fall asleep. This is live. No. Um, I literally was like, okay, let's just tell them what we just did. So 
we got home from the party and walked in the door and just kind of like there's 80 people there 80 people for a one-year-old birthday party yeah, a bit much you think the day after thanksgiving when we had like 50 people there yeah at the same house and it was just like Jeez. party 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 yeah bouncy balls food uh food truck drinks people everyone being merry stuffed desserts cocktails everything everything yeah so we got home from that we kind of chilled i took a shower and in the shower i was like i think i should record a podcast i think i should just like ask Corey if we should do a podcast night and just see how his reaction is and at first i was gonna come out here and be like hey do you want to record a podcast like really cheery and like yeah like and then i thought if i do that it's, he's gonna give me a reaction i don't want and, and then i i would you know seem too excited and then I just casually asked you, and you're like, sure, yeah, whatever. And then that still wasn't the rea- reaction I wanted. <laughs> At least we're doing it. Yeah, we're here now. How would you want? I just react? want you to be like so stoked, like, yeah, let's let's do this. Yeah, like here's some topics I was thinking about we could talk about, and like you know, enrich people's minds with, and like it, you know, like. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> well, well sometimes I listen to podcasts and I'm like, this doesn't seem planned, but whatever they're talking about is so interesting. Makes sense. Or just so like fun to listen to. What's your favorite podcast right now? Okay, I am a slut for the... <laughs> I don't know why, and I've talked about it before, but, like, the H3 podcast with Ethan Klein and his little gang and his wife, there's something about it that's very comforting for me, and I think it's because I really re- I relate to Ethan Klein a lot with his, like, his, like, depressive personality or his, like, um, sin- what's his personality? It's kind of, like sarcastic dark kind of like he's just like a he's not a very and his thing is talking shit about people and gossiping about people on the internet and causing drama and and that's kind of like how his podcast goes but i love the h3 h3 podcast like 99 of the time because i don't pay attention to internet stuff and drama and a lot of the people they talk about i don't know what's going on i don't really get it but i'm like for some reason it's entertaining cool so um, I like the H- obviously Two Bears One Cave. Two Bears One Cave. I've been really into Burt Cast when he's doing the um, something's burning episodes when he's interviewing people and cooking. Burt Kreischer. Um, of course, Joe. Yeah, here and there. Um, oh my God, uh, the High Low podcast with Imrod. I listened to. I think I talked about that episode. I talked about her new podcast and the episode with Julia Fox on my last episode. I think that's the last one I did. Mm. Yeah, I, I like her new podcast. I think she's... Emily Ratajkowski's having her little moment and leading the the new era, the new bitch era. It's like a thing. Really? Everyone's like, I'm in my bitch era. It's like, I'm not... But it's like not bitch like in a negative way. It's like a good thing, apparently. Well, that's what does she have her own podcast? Yeah, she, it's called High Low. High Low. Um, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite right now. I think Two Bears One Cave. Uh, my 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 go tos are always because this is just this is this is my lifestyle. Like I just listen to podcasts all the time, and I have for since I was like eighteen. Does she have her new hubby on there? She doesn't have a new hubby. Oh wait, she's date. Oh fuck, we didn't talk about that. Pete Davidson mm-hmm. and Emily. Yeah. My go-tos are always Two Bears on Cave, Your Mom's House, um, 
king the sting and the wing um what's the oh my god flagrant obviously andrew schultz his podcast oh impulsive i'll watch that here and there i'm not as diehard with that show as i used to be um anyways yeah podcasts are everything ebbs and flows oh sophia with an f i love her podcast the ones I consistently listen to almost every episode is... So I listen to H3, Two Bears, One Cave, Your Mom's House. Mm-hmm. Probably every single episode. Um, okay, so what were we talking about before this? I forget. Is your, can, I, can I have your LaCroix? Yeah. A little bit. I drank mine already. Um, so... Should we share with the audience what our screen time is? What's your screen time? Let's check our phones and see what our screen time is. Okay. Let's do like a little thing right now. Like settings. How do you see it? Is it general? Or I'll just search screen time. No. I think mine's four hours something. Screen. There it is. Three hours, 22 minutes. Four hours, 33 minutes. <laughs> Mine's down 29% from last week, it says. Mine's up 114%. No way! Four hours, 33... You're pretty... I feel like... What were you doing Thursday? Oh, that was Thanksgiving. Some days, so like during the pandemic, mine was like eight hours. It was like, I think that's the worst I've seen it, like yeah. eight hours. Yeah, I'm on my phone a lot for work and stuff, so I'm always text messaging people in real estate, kind of going back and forth using my computer, so I think that's why it's high. Do you want to talk I'm about what you surfing. do with me? <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of real estate investing. I do a lot of wholesaling. Do some uh, new development stuff. All my stuff is in real estate. I also do sales here in San Diego and in North Carolina. Um, I also have a family business that's in government contracting. So I do a lot with the family business um, with my dad. Um, We're also trying to work on a real estate uh, solution for the homeless here in San Diego. It's called Strategic Habitats. And, um, you know, so we have a solution that we're working with. We're trying to work with the city right now to tap into the homeless funds and uh, use some of their grants that they've been allocated specifically for this to help with that. Um, it's just been a real challenge um, with that department, but we're, we're thriving, we're working towards it. So it's, it's been really good and really a busy year and um, hoping for a more prosperous 23. <laughs> That's great. And you? Fuck yeah. Talk about what you do. Uh, Excuse me. I'm a podcast host and I have a job in PR that I work remote. Um, That's my nine to five. I have a dog. I have a dog too. Girlfriend. I'm a daughter. My dog is granddaughter. I'm a cousin. What? The Lou Man. Okay. (sighs) Cocktails. Cocktails. I can't wait. Okay, what time is it? 7.30. I want to wrap this episode up with a fun thing I like to call the random question generator. Okay. I used to do this when I didn't know what to talk about on my old episodes. 
Um, and let's just generate a random question and do one or two. I'm ready. Sometimes they're deep. Honey, please be present. I'm ready. Let's hear it. She talked to me. She talked to me how you talk to me when you're... Hey! No, no, I feel like, you know, it's kind of not, I don't know, it's like bugging me about this episode. I can't control how it's going to go. I'm just pressing record and going. But like, our banter, I don't feel like it's coming out. Like it's, Yeah, it's not really coming. We're tired. I know. Um, but the jovial side will, and then we'll <laughs> we'll record it for right now. Like, that's how we, we are, like, <laughs> the times that we're in that mode, in that mood... Where we're being like hysterically laughing. Yeah, like that. You can't record that. It's like in the moment, and so then when it's like time to record something, I feel like it, we, we're too like serious. Or yeah, I can't always show the banter exactly my most authentic self. <laughs> Whatever that means. Well, let's hear the questions. What questions oh, okay. do you have for the audience? Really trying to, okay, get that cupcake. I do, I I'm gonna just call it in like 15 minutes. Okay. okay, cool. Oh, God, this is gay. Okay, no. Oh, I can't say that. This is stupid. Um, what was an experience you didn't think much about at the time, but it ultimately made you a stronger person? One more time. What was an experience you didn't think much about at the time, but it ultimately made you a stronger person? I think just coming up with certain instances doing things that you don't want to do or or you're nervous to do what was an experience specifically probably doing when I was I had to do presentations for my work and I had a team of 22 people I think being in front of that and having to deal with all the slides and working through that and being articulate and 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 doing a 35-minute presentation was something that I had severe anxiety about. And then I did, and I'm glad I did it because it helped me grow to where I'm not as bad as I think I am in my head. So that right there gave me all the different types of emotions. Scared, anxiety, you know, up against it, like uh, angst of just uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And, you know... (laughs) Funny, funny that you say it just made me grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, piggyback you? off that. So <laughs> my coworker, no, no piggyback. My coworker, that's fucking so over exhausted in corporate America. I'll piggyback off that. No, no, I want a fresh story. No piggyback. <laughs> um, an experience that I didn't think much about at the time. Well, something. I mean, I always go back to bullying. Bullying, like when you're getting bullied, you're not like yeah. When I'm in my twenties or in my thirties. I know you're cutting me off from itching. Um, I didn't think like, oh yeah, this is good. I'm gonna turn out to be a solid person mentally and strong because I went through the bullying. Like when you're getting bullied, bullied, it sucks, and it's like all you you don't think of it like that. But I'd say the number one thing, or that was a honestly, yeah, <laughs> the question can. though. I literally asked Corey. Maybe we could talk about this. I'm like, what? What's like? What adversity have you faced in your life? Or, like, what bad things have you had to go through in your life that's made you who you are today? And, like, you're pretty lucky. Very lucky. And in my case, what I always go back to is there's, like, a handful, maybe, like, ten different life things, including bullying, 
and all this other shit that's been part of my past that's made me who I am today that, that was extremely like it, not, I say extremely I mean it, there's a there's levels to this and I guess it's like all relative or every for every person it feels like the worst thing ever but just so, like I'm not if you if I compare myself to someone else that went through it <laughs> it's really bad you want to narrate what's Jeez, going on so I'm picking like, myself on, to death I can't it's like as I'm talking I have to touch I almost need a stress ball it's a compulsive like yeah, I, you want to use my this is because I experienced childhood trauma just pull it off and just start squeezing no it. I actually was reading like, I, I think it. I self-diagnosed myself but no I'm kidding from watching a TikTok, I was like watching someone explain how a lot of people with picking addictions were ch- they had childhood trauma and alcoholic okay, abusive fathers. Uh, okay, yeah. so yeah, I had a lot of, I, I had a shit bag, um, of what? How would I say this? I was dealt a lot of shit in my life, and what? yeah, what? but it all made me a stronger person. Okay, let's move to the next question. <laughs> um. I was picking my arm off. What's your close call story? Why don't you answer that first? Have you almost died? Um. No, knock on wood. I've gone in a couple car accidents, but knock on wood. I just did. Have you? Close to death. I fell when I was hiking one time, but when I was a kid, so it, it felt more scary than it probably was. But I remember there was a, like a hole or like a crevasse thing that was close to me, and I fell. It was like gripping on for dear life. But yeah, I've had some close calls with ac- accidents, like being stupid, texting while I drive. Don't <gasps> ever do that. My latest close call. Sorry, I'm flipping this to me constantly. Try to be a good listener. Am I being a good listener? Okay. Well, I was going to talk... If you weren't here today, I was going to talk about how I almost got in a car accident because of Gunther. Mm-hmm. And Gunther's a new character on the, on the podcast. And he's our neighborhood... Um, model. Model golden retriever. So, earlier this week, I'm driving home. I'm like a block away. And there's Gunther walking on the sidewalk with his owner. And... I turned my head to look at him because he's so goddamn beautiful. And next thing I know, I'm, like, slamming on my brakes and I'm screeching to a halt to, like, stop myself from hitting the car stopped in front of me. So, it, <laughs> the whole thing was, like, oh, I was crashing the car because Gunther is so fucking hot and beautiful and just... I love retriever. golden retrievers. Yeah, he's very pretty. Yeah. He's, like, an English golden retriever, if that even makes sense, but... Um, big blockhead, great, great uh, coat, and uh, it looks like he's got a professional brusher that brushes him every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's figure that one more. One that was more my latest close call. To to uh, to end this as we need to get the puppies going. <laughs> I don't like this question, but I want to ask it. Okay. Have you ever been punished? Have you ever been punished for doing something you didn't for something you didn't do? Why don't you try that again? You stumbled. I don't like this question. Moving on. Um, what's the most difficult thing that you still do each day? Sometimes it's hard to shit. 
For me, yeah. Three days, shit. Sometimes it could be once every three days, which is just high clog city aisle three. No thanks. Yeah, I agree with that. Shitting. Well, okay. What is it? So, what is the most difficult thing that you still do each day? My for my for me, it's my business cold calling. Oh. Yeah. So I try to do a hundred cold calls a day. That's a good one, because that's, that's kind tough. of a. You know, it can be text messaging, but I gotta do a hundred, hundred a day. That's a good answer. So part of my business is agent outreach. So I pick a city that I focus in, and my city that I focus in is in Charlotte. So I reach out to a hundred agents a day, building relationships with agents uh, in order to have them find and send me deals, and that's how I build my business. Not only do that on the acquisition side, but I do it also on the disposition side, um, which is the the selling of the property. So I find buyers and I also find sellers. So I'm the person in the middle. So um, yeah, bringing it together, but I think cold calling is something that I just don't like to do. How about yourself? <laughs> it's funny you ask. <laughs> is that funny? <laughs> Um, I keep scratching okay this is really telling or this is something I need to like pay attention to about myself it's it's just I don't think it's the scratching itself that I'm like addicted to right now it's just the act of I think you need to hold something in your hand it's or do something, something about and this is why it's like I have a and this ha- you know when I was the vaping and the like I used to like chew pa- like packs of gum every day like I always have to have something like in my mouth or like you're doing? Bu- doing I'm like fidgety I think the thing is I'm fidgety so maybe it's also like when I'm talking I usually use my hands and I'm not really doing that right now so I'm picking use when I talk hands. <sighs> and stretch my hands um, <laughs> what is the thing that we do every morning what's a difficult thing we, I mean we um, what's that what do we do every morning we pray it's hard but we still do. <laughs> sometimes hard to pray but we pray it's not hard to pray. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm so brain dead right now. Oh, you want me to do my turkey gobble? Yeah, like, what do you do? Ah. Uh. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thanks, Fred. Every morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Question? I, I mean, I work out. That's hard, a hard thing I do in the morning. Morning, like, I push myself. And I still do it every day, even though mm-hmm. I don't like. But I was telling you that yesterday. I was like, the whole like not feeling motivated to go to the gym doesn't apply. I never have that. It's like I literally just, right. I don't feel like oh this workout's gonna suck. I'm excited to go do it. Like I love getting, waking up, putting on a workout outfit and picking out that outfit because that's part of like that's part of the workout. Getting in the car. Well, grabbing a Celsius or some kind of energy drink out of the fridge. Are the dogs mm-hmm. scratching? No, the laundry. You gotta put them in the dryer. Oh, it beeped? Remember. Okay. Yeah. Getting a Celsius out of the fridge, getting in the car, drinking it. You're driving, so that's nice. I'm chauffeured to the gym, drinking it in the car, clocking in, going into the locker room, immediately taking a shit, and that is my morning shit. I do not work out unless I've taken a shit. Shitting in the locker room bathroom. 
going into the sauna for 10 minutes because it's that time of year and I need to warm up in the sauna before I work out. Getting in the sauna, getting my music going, getting hyped, scrolling social media, getting inspired by some quotes, some videos, just for like a good 10. And then hitting the weights, getting on the Stairmaster or the assault bike to finish the workout with a nice cardio. Going back to the sauna, doing a little stretch or something in there, getting my post-workout coffee and going home. Yep. It's fun. It's fuck. I love working out. I don't feel like I... You like the process. I like the process. So, yeah. <laughs> it's my monologue for the episode. Um, like, we have a good... I love the routine of it. Yeah. I'm getting... Right now, as I'm talking about this, I'm excited about working out tomorrow morning. Oh, good. I like working out with you on the weekends. It's fun. Oh. We have good gyms, we have a good little system, and um, getting better every day. Well, it's the weightlifting that I'm, I think I'm excited about because I'm progressing over time, and that's, like, fun. Because you're like, oh, how much heavier can I go? And, like, I don't know. Um, okay. I feel like, I just feel like we're, we can do one more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> A good one. Um, <laughs> do you have a nightmare travel story? Like a bad travel yep. story? Kinda. Go ahead. When I got robbed when we were in London and the, I think I told you this. And I rode in a police car. It's not like that. I mean, it was kind of scary. I'll do a different question. What is something that... what What's something that is common today that humans will be embarrassed about doing in 50 years? Selfies? Mm -hmm. Do you think? Or like posting like your social media daily yeah, updates. I think so. What do you think social so media is just a a, a sucker and, and, and a, a negative negative test. It just hurts a lot of people. But I think definitely social media selfies. I think there'll be a new technology that we're not it's not even close to having now. Yeah. I I wanna read speaking of social media, I read this to you before the episode. I do want to read that post the girl I follow made about getting off social media, maybe adding a couple comments after. Okay. Is that okay with you? We're going to take sure. a little cupcake break. We're going to do a cupcake and we got to take the dogs out. Again? I mean, I do. Did you feed them? Mm, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> is this corny or... Because it's kind of corny. Yeah, it is. It's a girl I follow on social media saying I'm not posting anymore and no, this is let's why. let's answer our last good question. Well, it's a, she wrote some good shit on here. Yeah, I know. That let's... I think a lot of people need to hear. And I needed to hear it. And I was asking myself questions while I was reading it. Like, damn, that's, she has a point. Okay. But it's all the stuff we already know about. Like, posting for attention, posting for validation. You're not living for yourself. You're living for other people's approval. Blah, blah, blah. It's like all that. kind. It's like the gist of it is... Things we already know. Things we already know. The cliches. And then I told you, I was like... Yeah, for me, it's not the validation thing. 
it's mostly because I post because I like seeing myself in a positive light. I like seeing myself, like, to go to my Instagram and to, like, see myself improving my golf swing because I post, like, over time I've been posting my golf swing. That's a recent example. Like, that makes me feel good about myself. It helps my self-esteem. Like, it's a po- I feel positive about myself, which I struggle, or in the past I struggled with feeling like shit about myself and depression, low self-esteem and not being proud of myself about anything. So for me, social media is like a way for me to document my life and like see myself in a positive way. And if other people, you know, like it, whatever, I don't really, maybe when I was younger. Okay. Yeah. When I was younger, but now it's like, it's just fun. I like to post. I even dressed up the other day. I was like, I'm going to take selfies just because I feel like it. Yeah, I'm not a big poster myself, but yeah, to each its own. Yeah. I don't really get too deep about it. Like, oh, it's sucking my soul and, like, making me care what oh other God. people think about me. And I'm curating an image that I, well, whatever. Um, you want one more question? <laughs> one more. <sighs> Do you think you'll ever have your own podcast? I think I have to share yours. <laughs> what? Oh, th- I know how you're going to answer this. Or maybe you'll answer this. What's something you find attractive that others may not? About? Anything. What's attractive that other people might not find attractive? Someone that's consistent. No, like, <laughs> do a physical feature, because this is crazy to me. Oh, oh. My my top three are eyes, teeth, and arms. Arms. Yeah. I don't like bat wings. I like nice slender don't arms. Touch it. So that was uh, something that was. You have very fit, nice, solid arms. I never in my life heard a guy called like mm-hmm. think of like arms as a. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like an attractive. Yeah. Like it's, not legs. Like arms initial, over legs. Initial is eyes, teeth, and arms. Initial. Yeah, and then it goes, then it goes down from there. <laughs> Initially, though, I look at eyes, teeth, and arms, and then I look at the other features. Whatever's but, lower. But initially, I and look then, at eyes. And your order just tits come above ass or ass above tits, and you can't say both. I mean, I'd probably rather have a nice ass than tits because. Yeah. You have both. Most guys would go. I feel like. Yeah, but there's some just tick guys. They don't, mm-hmm. right? They don't really care. Yeah. Oh, God. I like both. I'm an ass fan myself, so. I, ass I, woman. Ass woman mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we just doing? The questions, but we just answered. Oh, what do I find attractive that other people mm-hmm. might not? Hold on, let me get real specific, because I've told people, and I confessed that one of my... Um, issues with dating or like not issues like one of the things that, like I um, value or looks I put looks really high on my list of like what I need in a partner like their looks have to be like 10 out of 10 in my eyes and they have to be like super hot or else like I have to be super attracted to them or I won't date them okay what I'm saying is like there's I've overanalyze men's faces so much to the point where like there's subtle things that like 
people might not find attractive, but I do because I'm like into. <laughs> You're like getting up. Okay. The male structure, face structure, and I follow this TikTok. Like it's pretty bad. Like I've been getting into like facial aesthetic stuff and like learning about it and like knowing what these different face shapes and jaw angles and like face folds and things are and honestly honey you have a great upper lip (laughs) good lord no I think what I find attractive that other people might not well I love a man's hands I think a man's hands like and you have really good hands I don't know if I feel like a lot of women think like hands are a big like Mm -hmm. an attractive feature hands for me obviously eyes teeth arms yes for me too because like that's what you're gonna hug me with they have great arms <laughs> um yeah but the jawline i should just say so speaking of me being like super like particular about my the guys i date and how hot they are and caring about their appearance like more than their personality because like that is literally what i dated <laughs> for so long I dated complete doorknobs, but they were hot as fuck. Like, that's my... Like, no personality. I would put up with, like... And now I found it all wrapped up in a perfect little package here. Exactly right, baby. You got the... Personality and looks. No, but speaking of the looks... Thank you, thank you. Speaking of the looks, I fucked around with you really early on. I told you to turn your face to the side because I needed to, like, take a peek at the jawline. And the chin. And the chin's very important for me. I, I have to have, like, you, your chin has to be... Pronounced. Pronounced. I'm sorry. Like, if I... Because I've woken up before. Time. I've dated... Like, I'll just tell you. I've dated guys where I wake up and look at their side profile and I'm like, I just can't and see this. Like, it turns me off to the point I'm like... The side profile... I'm not... I can't be... Yeah. Yeah. You like what you like. I like what I like, but that's just like being, I mean, if I'm being super honest, like. <sighs> I looked at, I noticed your forehead. You have a nice forehead, so most people wouldn't realize. Oh, you out. also like foreheads. Yeah. Foreheads is a big one for you, too. Small foreheads. That's yeah. something big. You know, I don't need a kitchen table to hang out at. I just, uh, I already have one. I don't <laughs> want it on your face. Kitchen table. So. And my whole life, I want a bigger forehead. No. Well, not a bigger. I always thought, like, oh, the dogs. we got to end it. Yeah. You just take your headphone off. Okay, I'll be back. Oh, you will be back? Okay, Corey's going to check on the dogs because Louie barked at something. Um, Oh. He pissed everywhere? Oh, boy. Corey might not be back. I might have to wrap the episode alone. But... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think when you're younger, I mean, early 20s when I started dating guys, like, I was just, it was usually, like, guys I'd meet when I was out at a bar or something or a party, and I was, like, drunk, and it's like, you're going for, I'm just, like, looking for someone that's hot, and then if I ended up dating them, it's like, the initial thing was, like, they're attractive, and that's all that really, that's, like, what I went for, like, what, I, and I guess that's how every relationship that's like a huge factor in every relationship like you want to like what you're looking at so for some reason I feel like kind of weird about admitting that earlier like oh if you are not a perfect chiseled Greek god then I won't date you 
kinda, like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Corey! <laughs> come say that on the, come say that on the headset. So, we do this thing with Louie. <laughs> Louie's Corey's, um, English bulldog. And he's potty training. He's still a puppy. And so when he has an accent in the house, we, like, suck at being actually mean and or not mean actually mad at him so <laughs> Corey's saying or telling him out there he's like he's like bad dog very bad dog but we can't like not in a mean way just in a very like I wish he would come in and say it we're not like god damn it Louie you motherfucker like beat him we don't do that we're like we're like, God damn it, Louie. Oh, no. And it's just, like, kind of passive and, like, eh. And then we just clean it up and then he does it again because we're not beat. I, honestly, I'll admit this. Another thing I'll admit about myself that I, I'm not super stoked on and sharing publicly. I beat Jimmy one time when he was, like, three months old. Jimmy's my, my golden retriever. And when I say beat, I mean, like, he, I'm pretty sure shit in the house. Because that was the final straw. I was like, okay. The shit has to stop. I, I can't take it any longer. So he shit in the house. And I came in on him full force. And just, like, I think I grabbed his neck, beat his butt, like, really hard. Like, really, like, laid into him. I, I think I, I hit him a few times. And I, like, literally felt like crying after it. It, it was, like... I couldn't hold it in. I feel like a lot of people can relate to this with dogs. Like, sometimes you just feel like you just want to beat the shit out of them for their, when they're not behaving. And so, yeah, I did that. Like, when he was around three months old. And then he never did it again. No more piss, no more shit. For the rest of time. You have to take him out? Yeah. You want to do how you... Can you say how you scold him in here? Because I just explained how we're not, like... Or say it in the background. I don't like to, to to physically abuse the dog. Verbally, I will. And then I give him a big kiss on the mouth. But how do you verbally abuse I him? I said, you're a bad dog. You're horrible. You're a mean man. And I don't like this disrespect. Horrible. Bad he's dog. He's such a cute little dude, and I can't... It's hard to beat them. He's but so I will cute. verbally abuse them. And then I take him out. Yeah. And now he's pissed in my hallway. Yeah. I got to cut off his nuts. He's done. He's done. Louie. The Lou Man. The Lou Man. Yeah. Come on, Lou. Let's go. Let's go, go out, Lou. Go out. He's so funny. So, Louie. Oh, oh, there you go. He has this ball. You're going to have to take him because he's stuck on my... He's, he wants this. Uh, watch the cord. Show me this. Bye, Um... He has this ball that he found, a glow-in-the-dark bouncy ball, and I noticed a couple weeks ago that when you show him this ball, or actually any toy, when you put a toy, or this ball specifically, in front of his face, his eyes immediately dilate black. Like, on any normal day, they're like, you see the pretty little hazel, the little brown, the cuteness, okay, the little tiny black people. When you put a ball in front of them, you literally, in real time, you watch his eyes turn fully black, they're fully dilated, and then he gets, like, locked on. Like, it's a, like a missile on a target. 
with the toy and he will not stop playing with it until he loses it under the couch or under the bed or we put him in the crate, whatever. Like, he will go nonstop. It's the funniest thing. So, yeah, it's really funny. Um, so, what else is happening in my life? Um, Corey's gone. Is this just my episode now? I guess that's kind of what this is. Again, this was, like, not even planned. It's just, like, we're having a chill Friday after this birthday party. This one-year-old birthday party. And I'm, like, let's just record and just talk. And I guess I could wrap it. I hope you had fun. Um, We did a... Corey and I did a podcast a few months ago or a couple months ago. I think it was in August. Um, Of us... We we were road tripping to Vegas, Vegas. And for one of his golf tournaments. And, like, I think we were, yeah, we were in the car recording the podcast on the way. So if you want to listen to the first episode, it's called Corey. (laughs) You can go check it out. Um, Yeah, I mean, if he wasn't here today, I took some podcast notes. I was going to cover, like, some random things I saw on the internet. Like, um, there was this plane crash on a golf course and 53 dogs survived (laughs) I actually don't know the story about that I don't maybe I'll save that for another episode and then I saw this crazy thing about a black hole scientists found like two years ago um so I saw this story about it where this black hole in 2018 was swallowing a star and they knew that because they could see light going into it or something and what's weird is this year this black hole the same one is regurgitating the star so it's like puking the star out and the light is coming back out of it and it's like where is the light going is my question like what in the hell wait do I really want to fuck it I'm going to look this up black hole black hole like news <laughs> listen to the light echoes from the black hole black hole discovered after ripping a star to pieces one week ago huh. overweight neutron star defies a black hole theory say astronomers Black hole burps up shredded star years after consuming it. This is what I want to read. This is from the Harvard Harvard Gazette. For the first time, astronomers see black holes spewing stellar remains years after consuming a star. In October 2018, a small star was ripped to shreds when it wandered too close to a black hole in a galaxy located 665 million light years away from Earth. Though it might sound thrilling, the event didn't come as a surprise to astronomers who occasionally witness these violent incidents while scanning the night sky. But nearly three years after the massacre, the same black hole is lighting up the skies again, and it hasn't swallowed anything new, scientists say. This caught us by complete surprise. No one has ever seen anything like this before. Um, Yvette, 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 Sendis, a research associate, associate, okay, that's what she said. The team concludes that the black hole is now ejecting material traveling 
at half of the speed of light, but are unsure why the overflow was delayed by several years. The result described the results described this week in the Astrophysical Journal help scientists better understand black holes feeding behavior. Feeding behavior which likens to burping after a meal. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. It's the, I mean, how the hell... I never understand. What is 665 million light years away? What in the hell? Like, how How do they get images of that? Well, you know what the speed of light is, right? No. Oh, you're back. It's 186,000 miles per second. So they take that and they have an equation with that as their base. And that's how they figure out how far away the planet is from each other. But they can get image, like they can see that because they're seeing this black hole. Correct. Their satellites that go out that far enough can give images that we're only trying to figure out. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Our resident astronomer here at the Japanese mm -hmm. show. Please stay on. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, should we do a cupcake um, break, or yeah, do we want to wrap cupcake. wrap the episode? We can wrap it up. Do we, do, a break, whatever do we want to describe these cupcakes before we end no, the episode? No, I don't want anyone to ask you for anything. So basically, get a box of double chocolate Ghirardelli oh, brownies. Okay. There we go. Put them in a put them in a put them in a what is it called? Put them in a bowl. Mix them up. Put them in cupcake tins. Make some cream cheese frosting. Boom, done. Honestly, one of the best things you might have heard. I think it's the olive oil. They're amazing. I think I because it calls for vegetable oil, but I didn't have I don't really buy that, so I had olive oil, like really good olive oil, and I think that for some reason that makes them better. I don't know. Fantastic. So we're gonna eat some cupcakes okay, and mac great. and cheese. Okay. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm gonna go pound some fucking leftovers too. Watch uh, some horror movies. Yeah, we're really into like our true crime shows mm -hmm. right now. And yeah. And a lot of talking. Oh, was that a scratch? A lot of talking. A lot of talking. <laughs> That's like, like, <laughs> we're always like, let's talk. Let's talk. And then five hours later, we're still talking. <laughs> we talked last night. Yeah, we did. Quite a Sometimes, bit. Sometimes, you know what I like is we'll have like pre-bed talks. Yeah. Like late night. What are our talks about? Like we'll talk about, usually it has to do with like, relationships whether that's family or friends or whatever like we usually talk about that or like business stuff yeah. or like travel business travel business life what we want to do sometimes I'll tell them all about my life and what I've the amazing and wonderful stories I have that you don't know you asked my mom today if I had any red flags and it's actually no and this is the thing I'll wrap up with Even this my own mom could no like yeah you're yeah I don't know how else to say it but like find your person everyone find your person find your person let's end the episode on that no I I feel like okay and we talked about this two days ago I was like it feels too good to be true right and whenever it's like that I'm like I'm suspicious because I've always been like you know, have my radars going, and I'm, like, feeling for, like, okay, what's wrong? Where are the red flags? Okay. But it's, like, too good to be true. And I'm, like, is this peak happiness? I told you. I was, like, do I need to start doing drugs? Like, is this is this as good as it gets? Like, I don't understand how it could be better. Like, that's crazy. Right. And, I, and I'm, like, kind of, I'm, like, this is not 
normal or like this is odd. It's great. That's, it's great. I'm so thankful. Like so. You go through some. Sh- you go through a lot of shit. You know, I'm 38 years old. I'm not really, you know, playing the games really anymore. And I just kind of tell it how it is, and you know. Um, yeah. So I think the age is good too. Ten years apart. You know, yeah, uh, you're a young pup. Um, an old, old wooden ship. Well, yeah, but like the. It's just, it the works. life is just it's pretty fucking good yeah. right now. And now we're uh, living together and uh, doing this next phase and excited for the future. That's <laughs> yeah. no, good. Oh, good. No red flags. Just blue. Blue and green. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Just how, like, oh. But I almost was like, I don't, I want to feel, like, do I want to feel happier? Do I want more than this? Is this, like, no, this is it. Is that weird? Yeah. I'm like. It's great. Is that why I'm shopping online now? I'm trying to, like. (laughs) Are you being, are you self-deprecating? No, no. Am I buying, am I online shopping and looking and and trying to buy shit to, like, make myself happy, like, to for happiness and to, like, am I seeking like material things now because I want like this is good and we're happy and all that's and life's good but then I want like shit now to make it no no No, I'm just fucking around that's like a sign that you're not happy is if you're like trying to like pad your life with material shit like a lot of it you just bought one pair of pants it's not like you went and bought a Louis Vuitton bag and six other Chanel purses (laughs) you bought one pair of $40 jeans they were $68 or something okay so from Billabong and their white flare pants. Yeah, Billabong is right. Okay. Yeah. No, they're fine. Just had a mental breakdown at the end of the episode. That is okay. it. Peace. Thank you everyone for joining the Jack Monroe Show, episode 326. Signing off. Um, Corey, where can they find you? Look me up. TikTok, Instagram, Corey Siegel. That's S-E-G-A to the double L. Corey and, Siegel. And, uh, yeah, I'm all about real estate. I'm all about helping people make money, um, all about helping build brands, and uh, real estate is, I do all cool things real estate, sales, fix and flip, all sales, so if you want to learn about it, love to help. Check it out on TikTok. TikTok. All right, that's it. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, rate the, sh- rate the show. Five stars. If you're on Spotify right now, rate the show. I think Come on. Rate at a 4.2, solid no, 4.2. No. I am. You're a five. I got a little ball. I got a little ball. Okay. Um, rate the show. Review the show, whatever. Uh, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe. And thanks for being here. Thanks for making me come. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.